Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Goes up top to Brunson. Gets the pick from Hartenstein. He's doubled. Feeds a cutting Hartenstein. Goes to the rim. Has it blocked by Draymond Green. Taken the other way by Steph. Fast break for Golden State if they want it. Steph fires a left wing three off the handoff from Pajemski. And he knocks it down. 12-0 Golden State. How about this for a start? It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players. Highlights from the game, Warriors Wrap-Up starts now. Yes, it does. And the Warriors winners again, this time inside the Mecca, Madison Square Garden, the site of the Warriors' seventh consecutive road victory, this time 110-99 to over the battered New York Knicks. Welcome into Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy with you. Welcome into all our YouTubers, youtube.com slash 957 The Game, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. I've got my eye on the text line already, 925-408-415. I see you. That's the Comcast Business text line. Uh, you can shoot us a text at 415, uh, or pardon me, 888-957-9570. That's the number to chat. You can also give me a call at that number as well, and we'll get you on the air and get you part of this postgame show because tonight is certainly a celebration as the Warriors now have won again seven consecutive road games. They're 31-27. and 27. They are technically tied with the Lakers for ninth in the Western Conference, but by percentage points are ahead of the Lakers, and they are simply winning basketball games often. Seven consecutive uh, road wins. They're putting together a little bit of a streak after the loss the Nuggets, which snapped the streak of their own. Uh, they're playing really good basketball right now, and they do it again today without Andrew Wiggins, who's without the team for personal reasons. But the Warriors, they won in D.C. against a really, really poor uh, Wizards team, and now they win in the Garden against the Knicks, playing without a couple of really key players in Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. But a win is a win, and the Warriors now 2-0 on this four-game road trip. I think you went coming in, you got to go at least two and two. You go three and one, that's a fantastic road trip. And the Warriors are well on their way to getting that done. Uh, you could do it tomorrow. Back to back in Toronto. The Warriors will get into Toronto very late. Uh, you got to go through customs and all of that. But uh, the Warriors have a chance to make this a phenomenal road trip. And then maybe Sunday in Boston against a really good Celtics team. That could just be gravy if you take care of business tomorrow. 
We can get into all of that a little bit later here on Warriors Wrap-Up, but we got so much to get to because this was a wild game. If you were listening at the very, very beginning, the highlight courtesy of Kevin Dana filling in for Tim Roy and doing a great job uh, today and, and this whole road trip on 95-7 the game, the Warriors started out 12-0. In fact, it was a 14-0 start for the Warriors. Uh, and then the Knicks kind of hung around 6, 8, 12 points for the entire game. It got a little bit scary down the stretch in the fourth quarter. This was really a game of runs. The Warriors began with that 14-0 run themselves. And then the Knicks kind of, they, they, they punched the Warriors back. The Warriors would respond with a 7-0 burst themselves. And that was kind of the story for the entire game. But one of the consistence, one of the constants in this game for the Warriors was Jonathan Kaminga's steady greatness. Jonathan Kaminga was fantastic in this game. Absolutely incredible. For my money, the best game of his career. The best game of his three-year NBA career. You can find games where he scored more points. You could find games where he grabbed more rebounds, where he dished out more assists. 25 points on 12 of 19 shooting, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. And it's not just the offense for Jonathan Kaminga. He was incredible on the defensive end. Extremely active. You compare what he did defensively with Draymond Green and Moses Moody. That trio was incredible defensively in this game, and I will get to those two. But Kaminga specifically, he was otherworldly in this game tonight. You look at his box score. An absolutely picture-perfect box score from Jonathan Kaminga. He took one three-pointer. It was going to be the final nail in the coffin in the fourth quarter. The game was probably already out of reach, and he took it. The only jumper, aside from a a fading 12-footer earlier, the only jumper that he took in this game, everything else was in the paint within 10 feet. Jonathan Kaminga with a perfect plan of attack. The Knicks threw Isaiah Hartenstein on him often in the first half. He said, all right. Okay, I'll just drive right past you, big guy. I'll lay it in with the foul. I'll dunk on you. Doesn't matter. You put the big guy on me, I'm getting to the rack every single time. Guess what? You put Jalen Brunson on me? You put Josh Hart on me? I'm going to back you down. And and what happened? Jalen Brunson tried to check him. Maybe he flopped a little bit. Kaminga put his shoulder in him. Brunson went flying. Kaminga has an easy, like, five-foot push shot for an easy two points. Jonathan Kaminga was incredible tonight, and on a night where Steph Curry scored 31 points, I think Jonathan Kaminga was the best player on the floor tonight. He was awesome. And you consider what has been going on for Jonathan Kaminga recently? Um, n- by any stretch, not a not a bad, bad uh, last couple or last week or so for Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, but you have seen a little bit of a downturn in terms of his scoring efficiency. Remember, he had that stretch of 20-plus point games. Uh, he had a, a 14-point game, 13, 13, 12, 6. Like, for what Jonathan Kaminga has been doing recently, uh, that was not up to his standards. And he set a really high standard for himself now. Uh, but that has changed over the last two games of this road trip. The first two games of the road trip, the last two games the Warriors have played. Combine what he did in Washington 
uh, on Tuesday and what he did tonight in New York City. Jonathan Kaminga, 46 points, 22 of 32 from the field, shooting nearly 70% from the field on this road trip, has only attempted one three-pointer in these two games. Over the two games, 48 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals, and only 2 turnovers. He's making smart decisions with the ball in his hands. He's not forcing it, but he's so incredibly athletically gifted that he's finding even without forcing it, he can get you 20 points. Easy. 46 points over the last two games, shooting nearly 70% from the field and only one three-point attempt. Only one. I love it. I love to see that from Jonathan Kaminga. Do what makes you great. And at least at this stage of your career, JK, what makes you great is not the three-point shooting. Go to the rack. There is very few people in this league that can stop you when you do that. And what he's also learning, don't just put your head down and try to run over somebody. He, he's made that mistake a handful of times in his career. Pick your spots. When you've got Hartenstein on you, when you got Brunson on you, attack. Maybe it's a little bit of a different story if Ananobi is in and guarding him. That's a hell of a defender, and he can maybe stick with you a little bit athletically and you know, speed-wise and length. You got Hartenstein or Brunson on you? As Shaquille O'Neal would say, barbecue chicken. Just take him to the rack. And that's what Kaminga did time and time and time again today. And again, for Jonathan Kaminga in today's performance, we spend so much time obviously digging into the numbers, specifically the offensive numbers. 25 points today. He was 12 of 19 from the field. He was also fantastic on the defensive end. He was the Warriors' best player tonight. And again, for my money, uh, Jonathan Kaminga's best game of his career. This was a game late in the fourth quarter, and Curry hit some threes that helped seal it, but it was Kaminga getting out in transition and helping the Warriors get big buckets when they needed them desperately. The Warriors answered every Knicks run with one of their own, and Kaminga was in the middle of most of those runs. He was incredible today. Uh, now, when we talk about the defensive end, I'm seeing a lot of this on the YouTube chat already, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Uh, Moses Moody Love. There's a lot of Moses Moody Love to go around right now. Uh, and This is not an easy situation for Moses Moody. He's asked to, to fill in and be a starter while Andrew Wiggins uh, is away from the team for personal reasons. Maybe the team knows how long the absence is going to be. We certainly don't, but but even if Moody knows it's only going to be for a week or two weeks or however long, or if he doesn't know, that's not an easy thing for Moses Moody to, to be asked to do. Now, he's, of course, going to open, uh, take the challenge, accept the challenge with open arms because he wants to see the court, and if, if Wiggins is playing, it's very unlikely we see really any Moses Moody tonight. A Moody with a, a, tough, a tough ask. Not easy what Steve Kerr and the coaching staff are asking Moses Moody to do. He was steady against the Wizards. Probably had a better offensive game against the Wizards. Man, I thought he was incredible defensively today. Moses Moody on the defensive side of the floor. He was awesome. And he spent a lot of time guarding Jalen Brunson. In case you haven't been watching a lot of Eastern Conference basketball this year, Jalen Brunson should have been an all-star all-star starter this year. 
He's been incredible, averaging about 30 points per game and has been the driving force behind the Knicks who up until a couple of weeks ago when they've been dealing with injuries to Julius Randle and OG Ananobi had been one of the best teams in the East. They are struggling lately, but none of that blame lies on the feet of Jalen Brunson. He's been awesome, and Moses Moody accepted that challenge, and he played incredibly defensively. Think when Moses Moody and the rest of the Warriors starters entered back into the game in the fourth quarter. And this this is something that, that we've also got to talk about because I thought Steve Kerr could have used a little bit of a quicker hook in that fourth quarter to avoid the run that the Knicks were on. Um, but the Knicks cut the Warriors' lead down to four, um, midway through the fourth quarter, and it was after the Warriors had pushed the lead up to 15. Uh, so a big run by the Knicks, and the MSG crowd finally gets into it for one of the, the few times all night. Because, again, it was like a 10, 12, 14-point Warrior lead for a lot of this game. But the Knicks, they cut the lead down to four. And Steve Kerr calls a timeout. He brings all of the starters in. The only starter that was on the floor was Pajemski. So he brings in Steph and uh, Moses Moody, along with Draymond and Jonathan Kaminga, to pair those four with Pajemski. And what happens on the Warriors' first defensive possession? Moses Moody blocks an Alec Burks mid-range jumper. He blocks a jumper. And the rebound caroms around to Jonathan Kaminga, who beats everybody down the floor for an and-one. Might have been the biggest play of the game. A four-point lead after you were up as by as many as 15, just a handful of minutes ago. The lead evaporated immediately. Moses Moody right out of the floor, blocks a jump shot. It leads to an and-one fast-break bucket for Jonathan Kaminga, and the Warriors never looked back from that moment on. Once those subs were made, the Warriors outscored the Knicks 21-14 to the rest of the way. And Moses Moody was a big part of that. So the, the Moses Moody love that I am I am seeing right now on the YouTube chat, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, I'm seeing it as well on the Comcast Business text line, 888-957-9570. I think it's deserved. I think it is deserved. Moses Moody, uh, n- not by any stretch his best offensive game. I mean, he did not make a, a three-pointer. He was 0 for 5 from downtown. Three of nine from the field. He scored eight points, grabbed four rebounds, had that block, as I mentioned, and assist and a steal as well. Nothing there is going to jump out to you as, man, he played a great game. But I'm telling you, he was nearly perfect defensively. Nearly perfect defensively. And if he gains any sort of footing shooting the ball like he was early in the season, I mean, he was shooting nearly 40% for the first plus month plus of the year from downtown, if he gets back into that shooting form, I mean, you're looking at a guy who is a legitimate weapon for you. And as we continue to to talk about Andrew Wiggins and his absence from the team due to personal reasons, there's a very real scenario where, say the Wiggins absence at least lasts another week or a couple of weeks, and Moody stays as the starter, which seems very likely moving forward because Steve Kerr does not want to mess with the vibe that he has going with Chris Paul and Clay Thompson off the bench, and those would be you know, the other options to start. Moses Moody, I think, starts as long as Andrew Wiggins is out, unless something drastic changes. But there's a world where if, if the absence for Wiggins is long enough, 
that Moody might be able to make enough of an impression that he forces Steve Kerr into a really tough decision uh, about who he starts when he has everybody available. That's a conversation for down the road if this absence continues. Uh, we'll hear from Steve Kerr later on during the show. I'm sure he was asked about that post game. If he wasn't, uh, he was asked about it pregame, and he said we expect him back. Um, now, they haven't said anything about when, and who I'm talking about, of course, is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, we can talk more about that later. Uh, I think the point for today, though, is that Mo- Moses Moody uh, was very good defensively. You pair that with what Dray- or with uh, Jonathan Kaminga did offensively and defensively. You put those two on the court together with one of the best defenders that this league has ever seen in Draymond Green. And suddenly you have a pretty formidable defense. And that has been problem 1A for the Warriors all season long. The defense. The defense. And those three on the court together were great. The Knicks, 99 points. And I know they're down Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. And otherwise, they're not the most impressive offensive team. 99 points. They shot 37% from the field. 31% from downtown. The Warriors' defense was very good in this game, and you can thank the three-headed monster of Draymond Green, Jonathan Kaminga, and Moses Moody for that. All right, uh, Warriors wrap up here on 95-7 the game. The Warriors knock off the Knicks 110-99. to They've won seven consecutive road games. They're 2-0 on this road trip now. They're 31-27 overall this year. Percentage points ahead of the Lakers for ninth place in the Western Conference. Out to the phone lines we go here on Warriors Wrap Up. Up next is Mark in Milbray. Mark, what's up? You're on Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game with Mark Grandy. How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, just uh, really love the way the Warriors mentality and the way they're looking on the road right now. I never thought they'd be better uh, on the road than they are at uh, home at Chase where they've been lights out, but um, this has just been outstanding. Uh, never thought I'd see them win seven straight away from Chase Center, but uh, really like the way last night, obviously, you took care of an awful team. Tonight was a bigger test. I know the Knicks are down, but, you know, the Warriors were not Wiggins. So the way they really came out to take that huge lead to start the, 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 the first quarter really set the tone again for how the Warriors controlled the, the game and really – even when the Knicks really tried to make a run, they didn't. I thought Kaminga was the best player on the floor tonight, really efficient, really impressive tonight. Uh, Curry obviously was was really good. Uh, not his best game, but solid overall. Moody, that was contributing. I hope this is the time Moody has got to make a name for himself out of being out of the rotation while I was injured with uh, Wiggins out. This is the time he's really got to get his confidence and show Kerr that even if Wiggins is around, he deserves to get uh, playing time and be in the rotation. So he's got to use this valuable time, too. I thought he was really uh, – he did it all on both ends of the court tonight. So that's a good sign for him, and I hope that continues. But I just thought defensively in the second half, they really just suffocated the Knicks. And even when they made the, the run there to cut the lead down to within seven, they just hit up big-time shots or got big plays on defense to really, really take it out. So I really love the way they – we thought I thought to me two and two minimum. Now you got a chance. You two and zero. Oh. Uh, I know Toronto. The record's not good, but still, that's a tough team to play in a tough atmosphere. Uh, obviously, going through customs in Canada. Uh, if they can win to that tonight, you got a big showdown uh, against Boston. Uh, I hope they can really take uh, tomorrow night. Really take the life out of the Raptors early, and take that game. And then obviously, winning in Boston is going to be a tough task. But 
you know, the Celtics from time to time are vulnerable, and you did beat them at Chase, so we'll see. But uh, overall, guys, I really just love the way they're looking on the road, and this continues, man. I, I love it. Just the overall, the mentality of this team as the playoffs approach, and, and really the Lakers, you're battling that team, though, so you, every win counts, and, and you can't really have a letdown at this point of the season uh, trying to stay out of that playing race. Thanks for the time, bro. Yeah, appreciate it as always, Mark. Uh, I I think you hit on a lot of points there. Uh, you did say Moses Moody brought it on both ends. I will say there's he he's he's got to knock down a few more shots. Now he was fine, eight points, three and nine from the field, though a five from downtown. Uh, I I will just say, Mark, uh, if he struggles to shoot and Andrew Wiggins comes back relatively quick, uh, I I don't think you're going to see a ton of Moses Moody going forward. Not that I don't think that he should play. It's just. The Warriors have a really difficult situation on their hands in terms of the number of players that feel like and probably do deserve minutes. But if Moses Moody starts shooting the ball better, which he is 100% capable of doing, and it's 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 more so allowing Moody to get into a rhythm. I mean, how much has he played recently before the last two games? Not much. You allow Moses Moody to get back into a little bit of a rhythm, and he's going to make some more shots. I, I'm, I'm fairly confident in that. And if he does that, and he's locked in defensively like he was tonight, he might force Steve Kerr into thinking really hard about what is the best starting unit, what is the best unit for this Warriors team. And honestly, I mean, I've been a proponent of Moses Moody in the starting lineup all season because my biggest issue with the Warriors all year has been the defense. And I'm every time I see Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Brandon Pajemski, and Chris Paul, or three of those four, I see a three-guard lineup on the court, and I know some of the advanced numbers say that those three-guard lineups aren't terrible defensively. But every time I see a three-guard lineup on the floor... I'm a little bit fearful that the Warriors are going to get run out of the gym defensively. It it just seems to be what happens a little too often. Now Moses Moody in the starting lineup, that feels like legitimate options for the Warriors. Legitimate options for the Warriors. Warriors win, knock off the Knicks, 110-99. to Mark Randy with you here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Uh, Moses Moody was really good. Jonathan Kaminga was really good as well. The Warriors have now won seven consecutive road games, and they're 2-0 on this road trip as they get ready to travel, as you just heard Mark, our caller, say, uh, across the border, up north to Canada. The Warriors probably going to get into Toronto, get into their hotel room, maybe like 3.30, 4 a.m. local time in Toronto, and then they got to turn around and play a basketball game uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, so it's going to be a tough one. Going into Toronto on the back end of a back-to-back is never easy. It's never easy, but the Warriors playing their best basketball of the season, I think they're up to that challenge. Uh, but that's going to be a conversation to keep an eye on because we we are looking at kind of a, a difficult situation with Andrew Wiggins right now, and and maybe it, it gets fixed, rectified, whatever word you want to say, sooner as opposed to later, uh, and he jumps right back into the starting lineup because we can't forget how well Andrew Wiggins was playing earlier just before this happened. I mean, the last couple of weeks of Wiggins has been – as close to the the 2022 postseason Wiggins as we've seen from a, from him in a really long time, 
now, the larger sample size of this season hasn't been great, but the last couple of weeks have been, which is what makes the timing of his absence so unfortunate. And without going into details uh, about it, you just hope that Andrew and his family are all good and we're sending him, you know, positive vibes and, and good wishes. We hope it's nothing uh, too, too bad that, that he's going through here or his family or whatever the situation is. But if Moses Moody plays lockdown defense like he did tonight against Jalen Brunson and he starts shooting the ball a little bit better from downtown, which, again, he's capable of doing, um, he's going to force Steve Kerr into a really, really tough decision. I kind of think, think of it like how the Jonathan Kaminga conversation changed, right? And it's it's what Draymond Green was talking about a handful of weeks ago. Remember when Draymond Green went up to the podium after a Warriors game and he sat down and he said with a straight face, knowing how wild it was to say this, he said, you know, I almost feel like my suspension was a good thing. And while that all that sounds crazy because it's clear that he cost his team a lot by being suspended because he's still clearly, I mean, the second most important warrior on the court on any given night, that's how good he is defensively and how good he's been actually offensively this year as well. But what he was talking about, of course, was Draymond Green being unavailable for long stretches forced Jonathan Kaminga's development. Maybe it forced Steve Kerr's hand to allow him the minutes to develop. However you look at it, it forced Jonathan Kaminga's development. And now Jonathan Kaminga is able to have games like he did tonight. 25 points, 12 of 19 from the field, 8 rebounds. What I'm calling his best game of his career. So when there was opportunity, maybe not the best situation for the Warriors. The Draymond Green suspension was certainly not the Warriors' best situation, not their ideal situation, but it led to something positive because it forced the Warriors to have to rely on Jonathan Kaminga. Okay, now let's fast forward to what's happening right now. Andrew Wiggins unavailable, not with the team due to personal reasons. And again, hope everything is is fine with Wiggins and his family. Not available last time, not available tonight, and we don't know about the future. Moses Moody has started each of the last two games and has largely been good in each of the last two games. Tonight, he was a game high, plus 23. The Warriors outscored the Knicks by 23 points tonight when Moses Moody was on the floor. 25 minutes for Moses Moody. The Warriors outscored the Knicks by 23 points in those 25 minutes. We could be looking at a similar situation where opportunity is allowing for something that the Warriors previously were not expecting or planning for, and it could turn into something that allows them to reach another level that they weren't expecting to be capable of doing. Moses Moody has to take advantage. The opportunity still has to be there, but there is a chance that Moses Moody is following in Jonathan Kaminga's footsteps. And that would be uh, great news for the Warriors if that is the case. Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy with you as we react to the Warriors' win over the New York Knicks in the Garden, in the Mecca. That's what makes Jonathan Kaminga's performance that much more uh, impressive. In the Mecca, 
the most famous basketball arena in the entire world, and the Warriors win 110-99 to behind Jonathan Kaminga's 25 points and 8 rebounds. It was a national TV game as well on TNT. It kind of felt like a little bit of a dead crowd at MSG, um, but it's because the Warriors were up by double digits uh, for most of this game as well. All right, back out to the phone lines we go. We've also got uh, the Steve Kerr uh, post-game press conference coming up for you in just a little bit. Uh, but up next on the phone lines, 888-957-9570, is Junior in Pacifica. Junior, what's up? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. How you doing? Fine, thank you. And seeing tonight's game was wonderful. Seeing the Warriors step up, start some of the old things are working. CT3 is integrating back again better than I expected. I've always been a skeptic, and he's, he's doing it right. So uh, a lot, lot of good things. And the, the only thing is I would love us to just be able to move past, uh, past Wiggins, something, someone we depend on for now. It's just too tough, you know. It's like people in your life, you know. If they can't show up, you don't blame them. You love them, everything. But you you stop counting on them. Uh, and it just would have made such a difference if Moody had made a couple of threes tonight. If if you're a fan, you imagine if you're stuck on the bench, what do you do? You go to the gym early and late and work on your shots and your threes, you know. So I, I just, gosh, I hope he takes that next step up and, and makes everyone like he's here. Yeah, thanks, Junior. Appreciate the call. Um, I think the Warriors would love nothing more than for Moses Moody to take a leap similar to Jonathan Kaminga. And uh, if he has that in him, then this Warrior team, I mean, <laughs> they would just get even deeper, which is it's, it's kind of odd because the Warriors are in a situation where they already have too many players uh, that they want to play. I mean, you look at everyone that they played today. The Warriors played one, two, three. They played 11 players tonight. Uh, they played 12, but one of them came in garbage time. That was Quinones for the final minute of the game. 11 players played at least 8 minutes and 39 seconds, and the man that played 8 minutes and 39 seconds was Gary Payton II, who I think most of us would agree generally is one of the Warriors' more positive players. When he's on the court, generally good things happen. Now, tonight, that was not the case. He was actually a minus 12 in 8.5 minutes, so there is a Coach Kerr adjustment on the fly. All right, GP, the unit, whatever it is, didn't have it tonight. Let's let's cut back on his minutes a little bit. Give more to uh, some of the others, like Moses Moody, who was a starter, I know, but just because you start does not mean you're going to play 25 minutes like he did tonight. Um, so I think we are also seeing Steve Kerr adjust on the fly. He closed with Chris Paul over Brandon Pajemski tonight. That's also an adjustment. Chris Paul isn't guaranteed to close. Now, neither is Pajemski, but that was an active decision that Steve Kerr made based on the flow of the game. Part of that decision was probably because Pajemski had played the entire fourth quarter up to that point, but still, that is an active, on-the-fly decision and adjustment made by Steve Kerr. And it worked out because uh, once that new unit came in in the fourth quarter, um, the Warriors, again, outscored the Knicks 21-7 to there, or pardon me, 21 to 14, outscore the Knicks by seven uh, after that substitution. All right, time for a break here on Warriors Wrap Up. It's Mark Randy with you, reacting to a 110 99 Warriors win 
over the New York Knicks. Coming up on the other side, we will hear from Steve Kerr. All that and more as we continue to break down the Warriors' seventh consecutive road win, and they are now percentage points ahead of the Lakers for ninth place in the Western Conference. Warriors wrap-up continues after these messages. It's Mark Randy with you here on 95.7 The Game. Inbounds pass, Chris Paul looking for someone, gets it to Kavon, beats the cutting, Clay Thompson, and lays it in with one second to go. Beautiful play, 80-70. to 70. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, welcome back. Warriors knock off the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden in the Mecca, New York City, 110-99. to They do it behind 25 points from Jonathan Kaminga. He was fantastic all game long. Uh, Steph Curry also uh, came out of his shooting slump a little bit. He was really good early in the game and then uh, missed a handful of shots in the middle couple of quarters but helped the Warriors uh, ice the game in the fourth quarter. He finishes with 31 points, 8 of 18 from downtown. Had 11 rebounds, by the way. Seven of them came in the first quarter. There was a a real chance that Stephen Curry was going to get a first quarter double-double. He ended up with a double-double, and he got that finished in the first half. The first time that Stephen Curry had a first half double-double, by the way, since the 2015-2016 season. That was the Warriors, uh, well, that was the 73-9 regular season uh, where they ultimately lost in the finals. That was the second Steph MVP season, the unanimous MVP year. His first first half double-double since the 2015-2016 season. Uh, he was effective in this game, 31 points to pair with 25 from Jonathan Kaminga. And then everybody else in the starting lineup, you got to look past the box score to, to truly realize their importance in this game. Draymond Green had only seven points. Moody had only eight points. Pajemski had only two points. But they were all very good and very important in this game. Uh, Draymond Green did not score in the entire first half, had seven big points in the second half, had 10 rebounds, had six assists, had a block. Uh, He did his normal thing where, you know, he's not going to be scoring 20 points tonight, but he's going to be a great defensive stopper for you. He's going to make everyone else around him better on the defensive side of the floor. For the most part, he's going to play smart basketball offensively. Did have two turnovers, but dished out six assists. Uh, Moses Moody, we already talked about him, how good he was defensively. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr in a little bit. I know Steve Kerr postgame uh, praised Moses Moody for his defense on Jalen Brunson. Uh, Brunson, uh, one of the best players in the NBA this year. He was a volume scorer, 27 points, 11 of 25 from the field for Jalen Brunson, committed four turnovers. Moses Moody did a great job on Jalen Brunson. And then Brandon Pajemski, again, only two points, was one for six from the field, only had three rebounds and four assists, uh, but he does all the little things, like always. And I know there's a lot of Warrior fans who are particularly clamoring for Moses Moody minutes, uh, and who want them to come at the expense of Brandon Pajemski. Uh, and I understand how today's stat line might make those cries a little bit louder, um, but I just love so much of what Brandon Pajemski does on the floor. There was one moment in the second quarter where the Warriors had the ball offensively, uh, and Clay Thompson was driving, and he turned the ball over. A live ball turnover. And then Bogdanovich. 
uh, of the Knicks comes up with the ball, and he's dribbling down the court looking for a fast-break bucket. Maybe he dishes to Brunson on the opposite wing. Josh Hart is available. Maybe he pulls up for three. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. And Pajemski, who was coming from the corner on the offensive side of the floor, so he was already behind the play when the turnover happened, races down the floor, pokes the ball away from Bogdanovich from behind, at the Warriors corral it. He does not just stop there. He takes a wide circular turn after poking the ball away to, to conserve his momentum, races down the floor, catches a pass from Steph Curry. He's passed everybody else, just simply playing quicker, harder, faster, running past everybody else on the floor, gets the pass from Stephen Curry, draws the defender to him who was checking Clay Thompson in the corner who didn't really get down the floor defensively, and he passes to an open Clay for a corner three. Those For, for Pajemski, all that goes down in the box score is a steal and an assist. That was his only steal of the game and one of his four assists of the game. But it's, it's not just worth a steal and an assist. He took away a bucket from the other team, and he gave you three points. I know Clay made the basket, but without Pajemski's hustle to first knock the ball away from Bogdanovich and then to beat everyone else down the floor after already sprinting to get back into the play defensively, without that, Clay isn't getting the good look that he got. That's like a five-point, six-point swing right there, thanks to Pajemski and Clay hitting a shot. So for all of these guys, Draymond Green, Moses Moody, Brandon Pajemski, you got to look so much further than the box score. Gary Payton II is the same way. Now, at times, you are going to need some scoring thump from those guys. In this particular instance, your defense was so good, led by Draymond Green, Jonathan Kaminga, and Moses Moody, and the Knicks are beaten up. you got to admit that. You didn't need to score 120 to win tonight. You held the Knicks to 99. You scored 110 and won by double digits. You got to look further than the box score for a number of these guys, and Brandon Pajemski is one of those examples. Two points tonight, but that does not that does not encapsulate uh, the positive impact that he had on this game. And, you know, a couple of months ago, he called himself the baby Draymond, or he's like a mini Draymond. I'm not sure I'd go that far, but he does have Draymond characteristics in the sense that the box score, you look just purely at the numbers. If you didn't watch the game and and you're just, you know, looking at the box score the next morning, you're not going to fully get the Brandon Pajemski experience. That's, That's how good, that's the kind of player that he is. He wasn't fantastic tonight by any stretch, but he made positive plays despite only scoring two points. All right, out to the phone lines we go here on Warriors Wrap-Up. We will hear from Steve Kerr coming up in just a little bit as well. Uh, but up next is Filmo Mike. Filmo Mike wants to talk about uh, this Warrior game. I know that. Filmo, the Warriors win by 11 in New York. How you doing tonight, Filmo? Oh, I'm doing good, man. I'm here with my godson, Sean, my godson, Jordan. But listen, man, uh, that's how the Warriors need to play. I forgot what movie it was. They was like, that's how, well, that's what you need to do. From here on out, that's what you do. Swear to God, uh, that's how they need to play. And for what Andrew Wiggins has, has given us this year, I, somebody else said this during the day. 
Moses Moody can do that. Yeah. Better passer. He's a better. Uh, uh, he's a more consistent shooter. I'm not going to say he's a better shooter. He's a more consistent shooter than Andrew Wiggins. So he may not play top level D. He may not have you know number one pick uh, uh, athleticism, but. He, he just know how to ball, man. Pajinski, I said this a couple of days ago. Everybody been riding with me. You know what I'm saying? I go toot my horn. But he play like Draymond Green, just on a smaller level. You may not understand his box score, but when you see the game, you see the plays that he makes. He came from behind, made a steal. That gave Draymond Green a steal because the person that picked the ball, if you don't get the ball, you don't get the steal. So, Man, if they could play like this, then we got something. I'm not talking championship. I'm just talking consistent play. Keep playing like this, and you're going to build on it, and you're going to get to the level where you can compete with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, Philmo. Appreciate the call as always. Um, you play like this. I mean, it, it, I mean, it started on the defensive end tonight. The Warriors got out to that 14 nothing lead. Uh, but I don't know if how many of you guys were watching the TNT broadcast or the NBC Sports Bay Area broadcast. We had on the NBC Sports Bay Area broadcast in the studios here. How many times Fitz said, well, I feel like the Warriors, they're, they're missing a little bit of an opportunity here. They're holding the Knicks to, they started 0 for 9 from the field. You got to be up by, like, by 15, by 20. Uh, and the Warriors could have maybe put this game away a little bit earlier. They just did not quite have that offensive performance tonight. Um, but they did it on the defensive end. And, and what Fimo was talking about, uh, Moody and Pajemski and Draymond, when you have to search deeper than the box score to find their impact, a lot of that is on the defensive end. And specifically for Moody and Draymond, Pajemski, I mean, he's he's a fine defender, but I, th- I think his physical limitations are going to keep him from ever being an elite defender. We know Draymond Green is an elite defender. Jonathan Kaminga has all of the tools to be an elite defender. I thought he was fantastic tonight. Moses Moody is long. He's strong. He's not the fastest. He can't jump the highest. But he has enough athletic attributes to be very good defensively as well. I thought he was fantastic defensively. And when we talk about going deeper than the box score, so much of that is the defensive end of the floor. And Moses Moody, Draymond Green, and Jonathan Kaminga, my God, those three defensively together? I mean, what was one of the reasons why the Warriors won the 2022 Finals? Obviously, Steph Curry was amazing. Andrew Wiggins was a rebounding machine. Kevon Looney was also a rebounding machine. Klay Thompson hit some clutch shots in that postseason run as well. The Warriors were very, very, very good defensively that year because Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, and Kevon Looney were very good defensively. If you want to be a a good, great, elite defense, you need three good defenders on the court at any given time. And for the Warriors, their three best defenders during that championship run, a lot of the time, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, and Andrew Wiggins. And we can talk about Wiggins even... 
thinking that the absence doesn't exist. He has not been as good defensively this year as he was in 2022. But if you get that kind of defensive effort and intensity from Moses Moody consistently moving forward and you pair him with Kaminga, who seems to be coming around on the defensive end of the floor, and you add that to Draymond Green, who, as we know, is maybe the most unique defender that the league has ever seen, suddenly you've got three-plus defenders Clay Thompson is not the defender that he once was, but, you know, considering his size, his strength, he's actually pretty good on the post against taller guys. Suddenly, you're looking at a lot of plus defenders on the court. Suddenly, and this was one of the worst defensive teams in the league for the first handful of months of the year. And suddenly, you've got a shift. And so much of that is Draymond Green coming back. Jonathan Kaminga getting consistent minutes and realizing what he's capable of. And potentially that same thing is happening with Moses Moody. Uh, I see you on hold, Drew Down. I'm going to get you in just one second, but I did want to point out just one Jonathan Kaminga sequence that I think points to his greatness in this game offensively and defensively, although I guess this is more so defensively. The 25 points, the 12 of 19 shooting kind of points uh, to his his ability to score at will in this game. But if you're looking for a reason to get excited about Jonathan Kaminga's defense, look no further than this one sequence. It was in the third quarter. Jonathan Kaminga gets switched on to Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, an Eastern Conference All-Star, for my money, should have been a starter in the All-Star game. He tries to drive past Kaminga. And Kaminga, oh my God, calmly, calmly shuffle step sideways, stays with Brunson, and blocks his layup attempt into the fourth row of seats at the Mecca. Just get that you-know-what out of here. Knicks inbound. They miss a three. Jonathan Kaminga being boxed out by, by Josh Hart. Josh Hart, one of the best rebounding guards in the league, had 18 rebounds tonight. Jonathan Kaminga flies over the top of him and rips the ball away from Josh Hart and then in one motion lands, sees Steph Curry leaking out and throws a Brock Purdy-style touchdown down the court, perfectly placed right to Steph Curry, turns, catches, shoots, hits the three. Oh, Jonathan Kaminga, the block, the rebound, the rip from Josh Hart, and the pinpoint pass three-quarter court down the hardwood to Steph Curry. Oh, Jonathan Kaminga, you were so good in this game, and that sequence shows you what he's capable of defensively. He was otherworldly tonight. I thought he was fantastic. I thought it was the best game of his career. All right, out to the phone lines on a Warriors wrap-up as the Warriors knock off the Knicks. 110-99, to 888-957-9570 is the number to call. Uh, up next is Drew Down in Tracy. Drew Down, what's up? You're on 95.7 The Game. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Grandy? Just want to start off by saying you're doing a great job. So shout-out to Grandy. Thanks, man. Uh, I was definitely watching the game on, I was definitely watching the game on NBC. You know, shout-out Bonte Hill for his uh, – his appearance there. Uh, it, was a big, it was a big road win for the Warriors, you know, seventh in a row. Steph came out hot. You know, he has a history at Madison Square Garden with that 50-point game when he was young, breaking a three-point record, you know, and then I thought he came out hot tonight. thought the, you know, the first quarter defense and pretty much all game, the defense was pretty good. Held him to 37% from the floor, 31% from three. Uh, Kaminga was really good all game. 
I thought he kind of had a little nasty in him. You know, he, he uh, kind of hit Brunson with a too small a couple times, had a block. I thought he was just putting pressure on the rim all game. So I thought J.K. was huge, two blocks, two steals, 25. He, you know, he was thought J.K. was really amazing tonight. Uh, Draymond Green, you know, the normal floor game. And I know you guys touched on Pods and Moody. They might not have scored, but, you know, they found ways to impact the game. Moody had a nice block on Brunson. You know, Pods was in there, you know, just making plays. Maybe it didn't score, but I like them, you know, around the start or, you know, just be able to make an impact even if they're not scoring. Uh, I thought the bench was just okay. Uh, you know, Chris Paul was pretty good. Clay, I thought Clay made some shots. He had some t- couple turnovers, but he had 16 points all in all. I thought it was pretty solid. But uh, when when Chris Paul's out there with Pods, I, I didn't like uh, Pods handling the ball. I felt like if Paul's out there, he's the floor general. He should have the ball in his hands. He had a, a couple pick and rolls with TJD that led to lobs. Another one where he had a, uh, an easy jumper that he missed. So I just it feel like if Pods, if I'm sorry, if Chris Paul's in the, in the game, I feel like he should be handling the ball. So that was really my uh, my only critique other than Sarge, you know, kind of being a non-factor, but. Other than that, got the win, and let's see if they can steal a game in Toronto tomorrow night. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Thanks, Drew Down, as always. Good call. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the that bench unit, uh, bench plus Pajemski, because that was the, the five. It was Chris Paul, Brandon Pajemski, Clay Thompson, Dario Sharich, and Trace Jackson Davis. Steve Kerr has, I think he's trying to see if that unit can work. He went to it to begin the second quarter, and he went to it to begin the fourth quarter. And he gave that unit... A lot of run in the fourth quarter, and they actually began the fourth quarter well. Uh, so, again, Chris Paul, Brandon Pajemski, Clay Thompson, Dario Sharich, and Trace Jackson Davis. That group started the fourth quarter on a 7-2 to two run. It pushed the Warriors' lead from 10 up to 15. And at that point, you're thinking, wow, the lead's up to 15 without Steph Curry, without Jonathan Kaminga, without Draymond Green, also without Moses Moody, who started in this game. Okay, like we're feeling good. Maybe you just let that unit ride it out for a while. Let that unit ride it out, and maybe you don't even need Steph Curry to come back in. Well, then things changed uh, because after the 7-2 to run for that group of five, again, Chris Paul, Pajemski, Clay, Sharich, and Trace Jackson Davis, after the 7-2 to run that pushed it to a 15-point lead, the Knicks then immediately went on a 13-2 to run. So they cut the lead down to four, and that's when Steve Kerr finally called the timeout and said, all right, we're going to make a change. And he brought in all starters, so Pajemski stayed on the floor. But Steph Curry came in. Uh, Who else came in? Uh, Jonathan Kaminga came in. Moses Moody came in, and Draymond Green came in. And that's when the game changed. The Warriors, the rest of the way, outscored the Knicks 21-14, and they win by 11 points, 110-99. If I have one maybe... um, issue with the Warriors in this game. I thought maybe Steve Kerr gave that unit a five that began the fourth quarter a little bit too long of a leash. And what what Drew Down was talking about, when Chris Paul is out there, I mean, he's the point god, right? Maybe you just let him handle things, bring bring the ball up the court with, you know, the ball in his hands, allow him to do that. Now, Pajemski is certainly capable of that, but when you got one of the best point guards to ever play the game uh, maybe you put the ball in his hands interestingly I do like Steve Kerr trying a lineup like that I've I think there's a very realistic chance and I, I think I said this last week on 
a Warriors wrap-up show. I forget which game it was after. It might have been the Denver loss at Chase Center over the weekend. First of all, Chris Paul and Clay Thompson, that is a, a consistent, legitimate pairing that we're going to get. In terms of bench units, uh, a, a two-man group that we're going to see a ton of is Chris Paul and Clay Thompson. I honestly want to see Steve Kerr commit to making it a threesome with Clay Thompson, Chris Paul, and Trace Jackson Davis. I think there is a, a legitimate scenario where that three works very well because you've got the adult in the room, Chris Paul, the ball in his hands, making the decisions, and kind of keeping Clay's decision making on track, right? Sometimes Clay needs that steadying kind of force. At times when he's left to his own devices, you know, he. He, he kind of maybe forces things a little bit. And he did that a little bit tonight. Uh, as Drew Down said, he did finish with 16 points, was the Warriors' highest scorer off the bench, third highest scorer in the game behind Steph and Kaminga. Uh, but he was a volume scorer, much like Steph was tonight. Uh, six for 16 from the field was Clay. Four of 10 uh, from downtown had a couple of turnovers. Um, but I... For that reason, I think Clay Thompson really benefits from having someone like Chris Paul on the floor with him. And who else benefits Chris Paul on the floor? Who who can help Chris Paul? It's having the vertical lob threat. I mean, what made Chris Paul on the Clippers so effective was because they had DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. And you could just throw it up anywhere around the rim, and those two would come down with it. And when he was... With the Rockets, Clint Capella was that for Houston. And you had the spacing of James Harden and Ryan Anderson, right? And Eric Gordon and all those guys allowing for the space down low. The the shooting of Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson allows for some of that space down low. You need that kind of vertical um, lob threat, above the rim threat. And the Warriors don't really have many of those. Kaminga is one, but the other is Trace Jackson Davis. So I think we've got a relationship here where Chris Paul's presence drastically helps Clay Thompson and Trace Jackson Davis's presence drastically helps Chris Paul. So seeing those three on the court together along with Dario Saric and Pajemski, um, I'm not terribly upset by it. I'm not sure that's how I'd fill out that lineup. But I really, really want to see Steve Kerr give the three-man group of Brand or pardon me of Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, and Trace Jackson Davis legitimate run, because I think that can be the key unit for the Warriors' second unit group moving forward. That could be the key trio for the Warriors' bench units moving forward. Dario Saric, we might have to have a conversation about him coming up soon if he continues to struggle. I think Steve Kerr assumed, and I fair to assume, uh, when Chris Paul came back, Dario was going to start playing a whole lot better through two games. That hasn't been the case just yet. Charge today only got in for 10 minutes and 41 seconds, did not score. 0 for 3 from the field. All of them were threes. Had three offensive rebounds. Credit him for that, but not scoring, not hitting shots. What made him so good early in the season was him hitting those shots. If his issues continue even after Chris Paul's return for a number of games more, maybe Trace Jackson Davis earns all of 
Dario Sharic's minutes. Maybe that is possible. And then we could be seeing uh, a different bench group that Steve Kerr turns to. I also think if you are going to play Chris Paul and Clay Thompson together, I'm not sure you can survive uh, with Pajemski on the floor as well. And I talked a lot about Pajemski's defense. I think he's a much better defender than we give him credit for. His effort and intensity is always there. He is limited physically because of his size and his stature and his, in terms of NBA standards, limited um, athletic upside. He's, he's, he's a better defender than we give him credit for, but by no means is he elite. And you pair him with Chris Paul, who I know has been on all defensive teams in his career, but is nearing 40 years old, and Clay Thompson. We know the story for him on the defensive end of the floor. That could be a little bit tough. But I do really love the three-man group, the trio of Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, and Trace Jackson Davis. And I want to see Steve Kerr give that a really big look. And, and where you allow that is because now you got Moses Moody in the starting lineup, and there's been a ton of Moody love today here on 95.7 The Game on Warriors Wrap-Up. I see Bree on the YouTube chat right now, brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, youtube.com slash 957thegame. Bree says, I like Moody in the starting lineup. Bree, I don't know how you couldn't because he's been really good the last two games. He hasn't been... Uh, jaw-dropping offensively. I mean, he did not make a three-pointer tonight. He got five up. He missed them all. We know he's capable of shooting. We know he's capable of knocking down shots. I mean, you look at his numbers this year, and and you kind of sort by month. He was a 41% three-point shooter the first month of the year in October. Now, that's only four games worth for him. He shot 35% in November. That's not bad, and this is from downtown. But then the downturn happened. He only shot 25% from three in December. And since then, uh, he hasn't really gotten a ton of consistent run. He was better in January, uh, a little down here in February. But he has gone through a little bit of a shoot. I I don't even think calling it a slump is fair because he hasn't been getting the consistent run um, that that I feel like you need to say you're going through a shooting slump. Like, you miss your first two shots of the night and you don't get any more, or you only play in garbage time and you and you make one of four shots over two minutes of garbage time. Like, is that a fair sample size to make any sort of sweeping judgment on or from? No, I don't think so. So it's a little difficult when we're judging Moses Moody's shooting. But if he hits a few more shots from the outside, which, again, we've seen him be capable of doing. When he was getting consistent run in November, he played 267 minutes in November, the most minutes he's played in any month this year. 35.7% from downtown. If he's up around 35 36% from downtown consistently, the Warriors will take that. It's not great. He's not going to win any awards. He's not going to be invited to the three-point shootout for doing that. But if he hits at that clip and he plays defense like he did tonight on Jalen Brunson, uh, he's going to force Steve Kerr into making a tough decision when eventually Andrew Wiggins comes back. And Steve Kerr did address that earlier today, pregame in New York. He also was on with with Willard and Dibbs, and actually I was filling in for Dibbs yesterday on 95-7 the game. And he did say both times that 
Uh, he said once yesterday that we expect to have Wiggins back, and then he said we hope to have Wiggins back. He did also admit yesterday that he doesn't know when uh, Wiggins will be back. And then he went on to say pregame today in New York um, that he does expect him back and did not even say we don't know when. I don't think he was asked the follow-up, do you know when? If he did, he was noncommittal. But it seems like he's going to be back at some point. We don't really know when. But if Moses Moody hits some shots from outside and plays this kind of defense moving forward, uh, when Wiggins does come back, it's going to be decision time for Steve Kerr, for sure. All right, uh, we're going to hear from Steve Kerr talking about everything that he said over the last couple of days. Why don't we just go right to the source? It's Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy with you. Uh, coming down the home stretch here just a little bit. The Warriors knock off the Knicks 110-99. to They've won seven consecutive road games. Uh, they are now four games over 500 and currently percentage points ahead of the Lakers for ninth place in the Western Conference. I think the, were the Lakers in action tonight? Yeah, they were the Lakers in action tonight. I'll give you the update on the score after we hear from Steve Kerr. Uh, but let's hear from the Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr. After the Warriors win by 11-110-99 in New York, uh, here is the Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr. The defense was excellent. I thought uh, Moses Moody really stood out tonight. You know his um, his defense on on Brunson. I, I just I thought he did a great job of defending him without fouling. Uh, just trying to make things difficult. Uh, Jalen's such a great player, and he, he's able to get wherever he wants generally, and, and uh, so crafty in the lane. And um, I thought Moses just did did a great job of. Uh, just making it as difficult as possible, um, you know, without fouling, forcing him into some tough shots. But, um, you know, that was uh, that was a key. But but our I thought our whole team, you know, really uh, defended at a high level tonight. Did you did you like Moses in that particular matchup in pregame? You know, kind of a crafty or bigger guard. Yeah, yeah, we. Um, you know, we wanted to to to, to put um, that kind of size uh, on Jalen. Um, you know, you, you you really don't want to have a smaller defender on him just because he's so strong and he can kind of bully you in the paint. So M Moses did a good job using his length and his and his size just to try to stay in front of him uh, in between uh, him and the basket, and he did a, a great job of that. Series of one seven on the in a row on the road. What's kind of been the key it factor you've seen through those? Well, I just think we're playing with some confidence, you know. Um, I know we've lost some home games during during that stretch, but um, we're um, we're playing with confidence. We're playing better defense. Um, obviously, the night the Knicks were um, shorthanded tonight. They're going through it right now from an injury standpoint. So we caught them on a night when um, you know they they had to play their their guys a lot of minutes, and um, that's never easy. But um, I just think that we're, we're, we're playing confidently right now. We got off to a great start, and that, that set a really good tone for the game. Yeah, that good start was a 14-0 start for the Warriors. And looking at uh, some notes here from the Warriors, uh, the Warriors 14-0 beginning to a game was their largest ever run to begin a game it's since 97-98 when play-by-play -play was first recorded. 14-0 run. In recorded history since 97-98, the Warriors' best start to a game ever. It surpassed a 13-0 run to begin a game by the Warriors. Uh, they did that twice back in uh, 
February of 2022, so two years ago when they started 13-0 against Utah, and also in February of uh, 04 when they started 13-0 against Denver. Uh, so the Warriors, a 14-0 run to begin tonight. The best stretch to start a basketball game for the Warriors in franchise history, at least since 97-98, uh, when play-by-play was first recorded. So, hell of a start for the Warriors. You also heard Steve Kerr shout out Moses Moody for his defense on Jalen Brunson. Uh, Jalen Brunson in this game, he, he got up a decent amount of points. I mean, he scored... Uh, a team-high 27 for the Knicks, but 11 of 25 shooting, 4 of 7 from downtown, committed 4 turnovers. Moses Moody tied him up in knots for a lot of the game. He made him he made him work very hard for his points, and a player as good as Brunson is going to get his points. It was relatively similar to what Steph Curry did today. 31 points on 26 shots, 11 for 26, 8 of 18 from the field. Now, Curry also had 11 rebounds. Had an assi- only one assist for Steph Curry. That's kind of odd for him in a game like this. Uh, also a steal for Steph Curry. But Curry and Brunson were both uh, volume shooters tonight. And the reason why Brunson was was because of Moses Moody. And the Warriors now are 5-1 and one in Moses Moody's six starts this season. And they could easily be 6-0. and oh. If you remember, the Warriors' only loss when Moody has started was the game in L.A. against the Clippers when they had a 22-point lead early in the second half, and then it evaporated, and they lost by one point. The Warriors 5-1 and one in Moses Moody's six starts this year, and they could easily be 6-0. and oh. uh, And considering that we did not get any sort of update from Steve Kerr regarding Andrew Wiggins' status for tomorrow, I would be shocked if Wiggins plays tomorrow. I mean, up to this point, he hasn't even been with the team. And it seems like we're going to get another Moses Moody start. And maybe the Warriors improved the 6-1 and one in Moses Moody starts. And we can talk all we want about Moses Moody's shooting percentage and is he playing good basketball and does he deserve to be in the lineup. I mean, the numbers don't lie. If you're 6-1, 5-1, 6-1, 7-1 when a certain player starts, I mean, the Warriors take note of that. And it goes deeper than just wins and losses. You look at how, a, how a, a team performs with a certain player on the court. Generally speaking, if uh, you start, you play lots of minutes, and your team wins, those numbers are going to be complementary of your presence on the court. Five and one, the Warriors are in Moses Moody's six starts tonight, or six starts this season. He got one of them tonight, got one of them on Tuesday, the win against the Wizards. Uh, Warriors very good in this game. I also want to... I. I've been talking about a couple of sequences in this game that opened my eyes. We talked about the Jonathan Kaminga block on Brunson, the, the epic rebound over, um, epic rebound, who was it? Over Josh Hart. Rebound over Josh Hart, and then he found Steph Curry down the floor for the fast break three. That was a crazy sequence. I talked about the Pajemski sequence, right, where after a clay turnover, he raced down the floor, poked the ball away, raced back down the floor the other way, and found clay for an open three. There's another youngster that that deserves a shout-out tonight, and he's been getting some love on the YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Uh, he's getting some love as well from the text line, the Comcast business text line, that is, 888-957-9570. Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis. He had an awesome sequence in the second quarter. There was a moment, it was a span of a couple of minutes, where he ran the floor, 
kind of in, in transition for the Warriors. Clay had the ball along the wing. He was running the floor. He got in front of his man, made himself available for a pass in the fast break from Clay. Clay saw him, found him. He didn't finish the layup, but he drew the foul, got to the free throw line. Then, on the next offensive possession, he found an open Chris Paul for a corner three off a screen and roll with Clay. So Clay uh, was coming off of a cut from underneath the basket and kind of wrapping around to the right wing. And Trace Jackson Davis was going to set a pin down with the ball in the hands of, it might have been Chris Paul at the top of the key. And Trace Jackson Davis sets that screen. The ball gets passed to Clay. Clay then immediately dumps it off to the rolling Trace Jackson Davis, who catches with one hand, his right hand. He catches the pass, comes down, kind of does a sidestep bunny hop to the left to get around his defender who's checking him in the lane and makes a one-handed, left-handed pass, a strike to Chris Paul in the opposite corner for an open three, and he hits it. I mean, talk about an acrobatic play by Trace Jackson Davis. The screen and roll, the catch with one hand, switches the ball to the opposite hand with a little bit of a sidestep to get the angle around his defender and fires a strike with his left hand to the opposite corner for a Chris Paul three. My God, what a play by Trace Jackson Davis. And we talk so much about him as the the lob threat to Chris Paul. You make a play like that, a catch and a pass, man. That was a special sequence from Trace Jackson Davis. You had that sequence. You had a crazy sequence from Kaminga. You had another one from Pajemski. As time continues to pass this season, it's pretty clear that the Warriors, uh, they're in good hands with those youngsters. I was impressed a number of times by those three specifically, and that's not even mentioning Moses Moody uh, because Moses Moody was very good in this game, and, and we've dedicated a lot of this postgame show to Moses Moody uh, because he certainly deserves it. All right, Warriors wrap up here on 95-7 of the game. Mark Randy with you. Uh, Warriors knock off the Knicks 110-99. to 99. Let's get to our hardest worker of the game, which is brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. Com. I feel like I got a number of options to choose from, but I think one kind of um, skies over the rest. M- very similar to how he skied over Josh Hart to get that a rebound. Our hardest worker of the game. It's got to go to Jonathan Kaminga, right? As I said at the very top of the show, uh, I think for my money, the best game of his career, 25 points, not a career high, but 25 points, 12 of 19 from the field. He had eight rebounds. Five of them were offensive rebounds, by the way. Five of them offensive rebounds for Jonathan Kaminga. Had two assists, had two steals, two blocks, and only one turnover. And whenever the Warriors needed a big bucket, he would go and get it to him, for him. He was very good in this game. A big reason why the Warriors uh, dominated the Knicks in terms of points in the paint. They had 58 points in the paint. The Knicks only had 14 Also, he's a big reason why the Warriors had an edge in fast break points. 18 fast break points for the Warriors, 14 for the Knicks. I feel like the vast majority of those fast break points were Jonathan Kaminga finishes around the rim. Uh, He's our hardest worker of the game. Gotta be. 25-8-2-2-2, and only one turnover. He was very, very good 
in this basketball game today. He deserves uh, the shout-out for our hardest worker of the game. And after a little bit of, I don't want to say a slump offensively, but after not quite reaching the extremely high standards he had set for himself over the, the last couple of months, uh, he has been fantastic the first two games of this road trip. Combined Tuesday night and tonight, 46 points on 70% shooting, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals, and only 2 turnovers in those two games combined. He's been fantastic, especially tonight. Jonathan Kaminga was great. All right, before we get on out of here, I did promise you an update on the scoreboard. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are up by six over the Rockets in the final minute. Seems like the Suns will earn a win there, so the Warriors will gain no ground over them. Uh, the Wizards, believe it or not, actually are ahead of the Lakers. Oh, no, the Lakers just went ahead by a point at halftime. The Lakers up by one over the Wizards at the half. I would imagine the Lakers are going to be able to take care of business there. There, so the Lakers, if that does happen, they would say a half game ahead of the Warriors for ninth place in the Western Conference. Elsewhere in the West, the Jazz did lose, so the Warriors uh, are continue to, to add to the gap between them and uh, the team not in the play-in. The, the Warriors are the 10 if the Lakers do win tonight. The Jazz are the 11. Jazz would be the first team out of the play-in picture, so that is good news for the Warriors uh, elsewhere in the West. By the way, the Suns uh, have held on officially, so they do win. Uh, not a lot of other meaningful action for the Warriors in the Western Conference, so just keep an eye on Warriors, or pardon me, Wizards and Lakers as the second half gets underway in a little bit from L.A. Jordan Poole, 20 points at halftime for the Wizards, but they're down by one to the Lakers. All right, that'll do it for Warriors wrap-up tonight. The Warriors knock off the uh, Knicks in New York, 110-99. to The Warriors back in action tomorrow, north of the border in Toronto, taking on the Raptors. We got your coverage. Tip-off is at 4.30. Pre-game coverage begins with Warriors Live at 3.30 with Willard and Dibbs. I'll be with you for post-game here. Warriors wrap-up sometime around oh, 7.30 or so. We got that to look forward to tomorrow as the Warriors try to improve to 3 and 0 on this four-game road trip. All right, for Chris O'Connell, for Sterling Bennett behind the glass. My name is Mark Randy signing off. Thanks so much to everyone for tuning in here on this Thursday evening. The Warriors beat the Knicks 110 to 99. They've won 7 consecutive road games and they're up to 4 games over 500 at 31 and 27. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a great rest of your night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.